Happy Monday, everybody. I am Jordan Haas, and welcome to Game Shows, I Suppose, the niche podcast about the one thing that I know something about, Game Shows, I Suppose. This is a special Monday episode, and boy, is your RSS feed going to be blazing this week with two more episodes after this one, because this is a special week uh, devoted to the Game Show Throwdown going on this year uh for more information check out homegameentertainment.com slash throwdown uh a nice charity event where they're going to be spending an entire night playing game shows uh starts july 27th at 12 noon pacific time that's 3 p.m eastern see a whole lot of games be played with a whole lot of great people all to raise money for extra life hooray anyway uh, because this is going to be a frantic week of shows, I decided I'm going to get a bunch of these people on this week. We'll be talking about the event, and hopefully you'll tune in or at least donate a few bucks their way just to help them out. Uh, it, there are a lot of great people out there, and I think we st- we still need to do an episode, though. This is still Game Shows, I suppose, so I guess we got to go straight to the top and start with the news. First off, uh, one of my favorite reality competition shows from the UK is going to the United States, Lego Masters. It is going to be on Fox, that's right, Fox, through Plan B Entertainment, which is Brad Pitt's company. Fox description of the show, Lego Masters brings imagination, design, and creativity to life when teams of Lego enthusiasts go head-to-head with infinite possibilities and an unlimited supply of Lego bricks. Twelve teams of two will compete against each other in ambitious brick-building challenges to be crowned the country's most talented amateur Lego builders. In each episode, the competing pairs who impress the judges the most will progress to the next round until the finale, during which the top three teams will face off for the ultimate Lego trophy and the title of Lego Masters. Uh, The original release uh, is originally created by Tuesday's Child. Lego Masters first launched in UK's Channel 4 in 2017, when it quickly became the network's highest-rated new series, nearly doubling its primetime average of young adults. Since then, Lego Masters has been renewed by Channel 4, and local versions of the successful format have begun launching around the world. Most recently, Endemol Shine Australia produced a local version for Channel 9, which I saw, and it was great, uh, which became an instant hit, averaging more than 2 million viewers, and ranked as the country's number one program among all key demos. Additionally, Endemol Shine Germany successfully produced a series for RTL. Uh, you probably have never seen uh, uh, Lego Masters. Essentially, it's a almost like a creative contest kind of thing, like a Great British Bake Off, or I guess now, uh, was it, Blown Away, uh, where it's basically teams of two, and the best part is uh, they get to work as a, as a team, and they get to make whatever is like the theme of the week, so space or something that's just like all just two-color bricks, something always creative uh, that, that I enjoy. Uh, one that they made was a tea party and a chair. I always think those are kind of creative. And they had to make like a chair for a human to sit on. And I thought that's like a clever challenge. Uh, so so with, with Lego Masters, what I like about it is the teams. Uh, there is no age like limit. So you get to see like two grown adults who are engineers be on the same level playing field as two best friends who are like in elementary school to a father and son team and things like that I do think are very very cool because it it, it kind of first of all for Lego brand I know it makes sense because hey look families can work together to build Lego that that's a great selling point 
but also it kind of shows the the level playing field that comes with something like creativity. When it comes to a lot of these reality competition shows that stumble into creativity, I do enjoy those a lot because I think things where you can have people tell a story based on their perspective on what they believe a chair should be is very nice and and also something that gives these people extra character that's not just what can someone in post-production or a story producer just try and sell. And that that's something I see a lot in LEGO Masters and it's also just like a feel-good real wholesome reality show uh, based off Lego bricks. So I'm glad it's going to Fox. I don't know if that means they're going to pair it up with MasterChef Junior or they're going to think about having some sort of like slightly okay for the kids thing. So it's like a reboot fifth grader again or, or something else. But it definitely was a fun show in Australia and a fun show in the UK. So I cannot wait. Uh, hopefully it does very well on Fox because I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I believe they might be starting casting real soon. Next, uh, is TBS. They finally released a promo here. Los Angeles, July 18th, 2019. TBS's new comedy show, The Misery Index, will premiere Tuesday, October 22nd at 10 p.m. Eastern Pacific. Inspired by the card game, Shit Happens, The Misery Index is the only game show where contestants can make a fortune out of other people's misfortune. Jamelia Jamil stars as the show's host. Wait, 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 Jamil, that's the, the British lady on uh, The Good Place. I think that that's her, Jamila Jamil. Wow, they actually got somebody to host that. That's neat. Uh, stars as the show's host with the Tenderloins comedy troupe and stars of True TV's Impractical Jokers. Brian Q. Quinn, James Murmurry, Joe Gatto, and Sol Volcano. Starring as recurring panelists, the Misery Index trailer debuted this evening to a room full of fans at the first ever Impractical Jokers San Diego Comic Con Richard Trademark Infer International panel. The game will feature two teams, each consisting of one contestant and two tenderloins. Can't you just say like the the, the I guess not? That's there. That's they. They really want to push that improv, don't they? People need to, like, remember, like, they're improvers, and when, like, you see it, it's like, oh, no, they're the impractical jokers. They're going to do the silly bits. Okay. <sighs> anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. T uh, one contestant, two tenderloins. Teams will compete in a game of stakes. Mm. Ranking hysterically miserable real-life experiences, from getting stuck overnight in an elevator to walking in on your grandparents having sex on a scale of one to a hundred based on our misery index a ranking system created by a team of therapists the misery index was developed by comedy writer andy breckham along with ben and dan newmark of grandma's house entertainment the series is executive produced by breckman the newmarks howard klein of three years entertainment and vin rubino okay so there's going to be some pyramid clash that that, that makes sense all right so that's telling me it's going to be a little bit more uh, snazzy, uh, maybe a little cheaper because it is TBS. So it might feel like they were going to probably try and pair this up with uh, Joker's Wild, maybe. Uh, kind of weird it's on TBS and not True TV because of the Impractical Jokers being like basically the only people on True TV these days, except for Adam Conover and uh, Cobinaro. I think Kevin Pereira as well. Um, but yeah, it's like this, that's the Impractical Jokers channel. And this is like, I guess a panel game show 
with them as they look at awful things and then try and guess where does it go between two items. Uh, so so I've seen a preview of the of the thing, and essentially it's like here's an awful situation. That's like thirty. Here's something even worse. That's like seventy. Here's a viral video. In this situation, is that before, middle, or after this moment? And if you're right, you get $500. And it's, of course, because this is, they're improvers, and because this is a comedy show, uh, it's kind of like a, uh, I guess they're trying to go for a ridiculousness scenario where they're riffing on the viral video and telling jokes about the situation and trying to laugh it off uh, because of how miserable it is before giving their judgment. And then I guess the contestants then have to give the final decision because as these are just comedians telling jokes, uh, it has to go up to them. So I guess that's kind of where they're going for. I know if you're a fan of the Impractical Jokers, I guess you might be enjoying the, the Misery Index. I'll have to see it because it seems like a fun little card game. But, I mean, like, that, that seems like something I really need. I, I, see, I was thinking, like, they were going to do something. Like, if you're going to do a, Impractical Jokers doing a game show, I was thinking it was like... What if the Impractical Jokers games, but with your friends? Oh, oh, oh. But this seems a little better, and I, I it might be funny. I, I saw a couple of them on Pyramid a couple weeks ago, and they were pretty good. So so I, I'll be on board. But but Comic Con really? <laughs> that's the thing that's really throwing me out. There's a whole Impractical Jokers panel at Comic Con. Uh, well, I mean, I guess once the attack of the show from G Four went away. Uh, you you have to do this to fill in the void. So so uh, tune into Misery Index. I believe it's October twenty second at ten p.m. So I guess I got something to review uh, in like four months. So yay, the show's still going on. Yay! <laughs> and finally, um, Eurovision news. So deadlines are pouring. Netflix picks up the video on demand rights to Eurovision Song Contest twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Uh, Netflix has picked up the VOD rights on the 2019 and 2020 installments of European Broadcasting Union's international music competition, the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, as the 2020 finals and final also launch at once at a date to be determined after the live competition concludes. Uh, Viacom's logo broadcasts live the final only for the la- final three years. Cable Network opted not to carry the show in 2019. Netflix which is not in the live programming business, has no plans for live Eurovision broadcasts, but its rights are for VOD only. So this is kind of weird. The move makes sense for Netflix, which is currently production for a Eurovision comedy feature uh, with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, uh, directed by David Dobkin, which is said to be a background of the famous music contest. Uh, so that explains why Netflix would probably want to do it. But it's kind of weird how it's just the rights for the VOD and not live because it's the most watched competition show in the world almost every year. Uh, Eurovision Song Contest has been annually since 1956 and helped launch the careers of ABBA, Olivia Newton-John, Celine Dion, and more. Uh, and I, that's kind of weird to see how, how they might do this. So so maybe another company is going to pick it up. Uh, this If it's me... And this is just a guess. I think Netflix is going to get the VOD rights because they want to have all the concerts. And that's going to be where you'll see all the clips. 
and then something like AXS TV, something that's that's like a little premium cable channel is going to pick up Eurovision. I don't think it's going to be like BBC or something. And you're going to see it there live. So you're going to see a live Eurovision, and then you're going to see uh, the VOD on Netflix, and in between the, the singing, you'll see maybe Netflix plugs. Like, if you missed it, check out Netflix for more Eurovision Song Contest. Boom, boom! Sorry for your earbuds. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, no, oh well. The term only connect came from a 1910 novel, Howard's End, written by E.M. Foster. It's a story about three families of various social and economic classes and how money could lead families astray. In the stigma that lower class or working families aren't lazy or working harder than other families, but are too in a world of misfire when it comes to being on equal footing. Aside from that term, none of it has any connection to today's game show. Instead, what we are seeing is a clever quiz show format originally on BBC4 that would be bumped into BBC2 in 2014, where teams connected by a hobby would go up against another team connected by a hobby to figure out what various things have in common. For example, Oko, Reese, Jack, and Raft would sound bizarre put together, but are actually the first guests we've had for game shows, I suppose, for Okosinella, Reese, Jack Allison, and Kate Raft. It's this kind of -of out-of-the-box, extraordinary groupings that make this one of television's smartest and most clever quizzes in the world. So join me tonight, as the only wall we have to fear is one made on a computer box that's a 4x4 of mixed words. Now let's turn the tables! With me on the line is one of my game show friends, Travis. Eberly. Go ahead and you can say it. Eberly. Eberly. Hi, Jordan. We're, we're, we, we, we recently befriended each other on the, the Facebook, but we, in fact, we were talking for almost an hour before this. We have mutual friends a whole lot. Uh, Mike, uh, who was here like about last a few months back doing the Show Me the Money episode. So, did Mike tell you that the original Italian of Show Me the Money, the game could end by dividing by zero? What? So, yeah, instead of adding or subtracting money, it was basically like deal or no deal. Build up a pot of money, and then if you found a multiplier scroll, you would multiply your pot by whatever it was, and the number zero or if you were unlucky you would find a divide by scroll and so obviously you'd want to keep away from the zero because if you multiply by zero well you have no money and if you divide by zero well i guess it doesn't really matter if you did your laundry this morning at all talk talk to your talk to your local math teacher about why you can't divide by zero indeed see this this is why mike did that episode or i'm doing coming up he didn't even bring that up he was like all about the dancing i think it's only because like finally here's some guy of a podcast talking about game shows and is yep. willing to just slide with the bits mm-hmm. oh i i'm all about the shenanigans which you will find you found out over the course of the last 
Yes, and it is so fun to talk about because we all have a friend here, but this is the start of our game show throwdown week uh, to, to promote the 25-hour game show throwdown uh, at Glendale at Hyatt Place. Uh, yeah. July 27th, uh, this yeah. weekend. Yep. Uh, lots of game shows, 25 game shows. You're ho- I think, aren't you hosting one this year or... I don't know if I that's actually been um, released, so I'm going to say that that's off. pending. You did do who, I what, am, where last time. I did who, what, where, which was very fun and also very exhausting. I am going to be back to make it again to the bonus sprint on Scrabble for a third time oh, no and to try and win and to try and win the car on split second again I don't because. Want it. One car is just not enough. Sc- Scrabble has haunted me. You have no idea. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. You have not heard the episode yet. I did Scrabble. Oh. That show, those those puns, they ruined me. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, so, <laughs> like I told, told Jordan before, uh, Children's Hospital holds a special place in my heart and in the heart of some of our other people. And over the past five years we've raised about thirty thousand dollars that generally goes to the uncompensated care to help out people can afford to get treatment uh, at uh, at some point i'll get a link the extra and, life link i think yeah i, I have it right life. now on, on oh the there you here. go i'll put it in yeah. the in the show description along show with uh probably yeah. puzz grid for today's episode just so oh, people understand oh. <laughs> What what is this arcane trivia that we're talking about? Yeah, so you know we we play and host game shows, and when I'm there, it devolves into goof off time. Uh, but it is there for a good cause, so please seek it out if Lots cannot be there in LA. And this year we've got some heavy hitters coming, so stay tuned. I've heard some to of watch. it. I can't say any of it. I all I can say right now is that Brad Rudder is the chaser on the chase. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really glad I stood down on that. Let me tell you what. I was like, I would love to do the chase if it's against somebody I can beat. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, um... I, I I think I have to wash my cat during that. <laughs> So I'm gonna let I'm gonna, somebody I'm else. I'm gonna be busy. I'm gonna just uh, go yeah. across the street to Dairy uh, Queen. No, <laughs> we we kind. This is kind of our swan song homecoming, and whatever we do next will come from that. But we're basically pulling out all the stops to make great content. And like everyone associated with this marathon has been so nice and the ear has showed up, gave lots of support and promotion for this podcast. And I can't thank everyone enough. Like Kimberly, can't thank Travis, Adam. So like Yeah, like you, you like everyone. Well, the th- so here's the th- the thing of it is that you go there and I got to feel like a rock star for a day getting to do what I what had always seemed to be a dream. Whether it's playing these game shows that I watched growing up and, you know, getting to play the bonus round, getting to host who, what or where, and, you know, the family has kind of pleasantly endured 
<laughs> my obsession <Pleasant>. will say <laughs> um, they can tell you a few stories. Uh, but, you know, getting to hold over an hour of trivia and then say, hey, good job. That was a really fun time. You know, it, it's really a while that I'm, I got to. It's it's like a big home game party. It's like a, like twenty five. I think twenty four because mm. I think you're doing press your luck at the end. Uh, not, uh, not the, that, I don't know yeah. if you're doing the uh, Elizabeth Banks version or Super Press Your Luck like last year, but either way, it's a lot of fun. I, I will definitely be tuning in. Luck will be pressed. Whammies will be cursed at. That's, that's <laughs> and if not, someone will be dressed up like a whammy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's happening. <laughs> I'll, I'm not spoiling anything that you won't already know if you see last year's event and lots of great stuff going for great causes, helping so Quite many children's so. hospitals across the country. And what I found appealing is, and I, I, I'm not going to try and throw some shade here because I'm above it. But if Oh, he but, said. But if it's one thing I learned uh, observing is a lot of the people doing the 25-hour game show Throwdown... Yes, we want to make sure we get the get the branding. 25, uh, 25 hour game show yes. throwdown. Is 25 it, is such a good game show number. It is. And it's, when you it's think one, of it. It's one above, and it's. I think everyone can do that one extra hour. And there's that bonus preview at night, too. Yep. What I oh, learned man. is Play- like a lot of the people who work on this had some involvement in game shows. This is like the funnest thing. Like... Either people work in electronics or question writing or they're in casting or some variation of it. So if, and you even have some credits in game shows now, too. You let I, ha- I have a single credit on game shows. And frankly, I think it's enough. <laughs> no, I think one more. is good. <laughs> I, you know what? If, if, if it to somehow burgeon into something more, I would be happy. I'm, I'm content. You're, you're happy with, with the one, you're one and done. Yep, I'm happy. <laughs> but let's uh, let's expand upon the greatness that comes from across the. It's it's the tro- it's a trophy, but the, the the credit you got it on is the one that we're talking about tonight, which is kind of like it's like oh, it's fun to have you talk about the show because you have written for what I would argue is one of the toughest quiz shows on television, of all it's... television. <laughs> yep. Uh, the game show we're talking about tonight is Only Connect. Uh, I have to. I don't really have all the answers to Only Connect. Uh, I wish I did. Nobody has answers. It's that's why it's a team game. <laughs> it's a team game. Team uh, game. It debuted in two thousand eight, September two thousand eight. Remember year two thousand eight. Remember where you was, were. Uh, it's uh, almost a yes. decade ago. <laughs> yes, I do. I actually because I was at, in my apartment. So. Uh, yeah, I remember that. We Good all? times. Good times. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it Only Connect is a British game show on the BBC, the Bubba and it's hosted by one Victoria Corin Mitchell. Uh, Victoria Corin is a renowned poker player and a, and a, and a comedy writer in, in some regards. Uh, if you have, I'll, I'll jump in. If you have not found her book, Richer Horror, Go get it. It can be had reasonably priced on Amazon. It kind of details her what she calls love affair. If you, and if you, if you read it, <laughs> yeah. 
And so if you that's are a, a <laughs> welcome, Nick. And if you're a fan Sorry. of Peep Show, because I know a lot of people here who listen to this are comedy fans, and so they also oh, sure. they know things like Peep Show. Uh, okay. Victor Corn is married to David Mitchell. David Mitchell's wife is the host of this right. show. <laughs> we have a more. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> we have a more a mainstream audience than other game show podcasts. Oh, oh, okay, cool. I can I can tone it down. No, I you can, can go all nuts. Go go talk down. about okay. everything from game theory to uh, reveals to okay. uh, points to. What is it like to to uh, research a question and get two facts? It's not Wikipedia. Please stop oh. writing questions with Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, so do you want me to start at the top? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. So basically, as I described to Jordan, the conception of only connect is basically... Whoa. Oops. No problem. <laughs> Oops, sorry, lost my iPad there. I fell down. But I think, you, are you okay? Uh, we can we can edit that in post. I think. No, I All think right. it'd be fun to just have that and just oh, be like, oh no, you fell. Oh no, oh, I fell. Let me help Holy you. Holy cow! Improv. No, I got it. Oh, well, I tried to turn off my family. Okay, so only connect is basically tri bond for jerks. It's basically <laughs> yes. You know, and the great thing is, whenever I explain it to people that way, they get it. And the idea is, what do four things from different areas, how do they all tie together? And the genesis was that the idea was to come up with a game that would challenge people who were saying that the question material on Mastermind, University Challenge, or even Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and to say, knowledge is not enough. You have to be able to find links that just don't look to be there. Uh, so, for, Which, for for instance, here, just just yeah. just to have a, a fun uh, idea here, yeah. uh, you see a photo of me, and okay. you see a photo of Michael Jordan, right? Then you see director Jordan Peele, and then okay. you see a photo of Jordan Klepper, because I guess that's the only right. Jordan else I know. That's, or that's Jordan, Jordan. the price is right. Want to go more, oh, more there obscure? You go. Yeah, and so that that would be so in each yeah the the fewer clues that it takes if you get it on the first it's five then three two and one and the the three people have forty seconds to confer aloud because it makes for better TV uh, to come up with an answer. And if they get it, hooray, they get points. And then Victoria will kind of explain what the various bits are. If not, it goes over to the opposing side, and they can scoop up one bonus point, irrespective of how many clues had been shown. They get all four if clues. They will get all They clues. get them all. You messed up, you, you get everything. If you buzzed in on five, yep. you screwed up. Here's all four for the other team. <laughs> don't, don't let clues deadball early. And so that's kind of the calculus of the five is basically a bonus point because it's the four for the first clue plus one for having the gumption to go for it, but it's a huge penalty. So don't miss. And sometimes we've seen five pointers. You actually got a five pointer today when we were playing along. I admit, I bet I am going to have that on my epitaph that I actually got (laughs) a five point clue 
when somebody was there watching. And and that's the great thing about it is that so much of the material you just look at it and you go, what is it, boss? But then you get one and you say, Holy cow, I think I know what they're going and one thing can let you go for an entire week and then you come back next week and you're ready to watch again. So it's it's played in just to just to branch it out, just to go through all only connect is a game with one team of three versus another team of three. Uh, each team of three knows each other through one connection, rather they're family members, their occupation, they go to the pub and drink, and they're like basically themed by what they are known for, such as they are the, the, the book readers, they are the puzzle players, they are the jigsaw fans, they are yep. the trekkies. As long as they're three of a kind, they can be on only connect. And it's played in four rounds. In round one, uh, it is I call it the only connect round. I think they just call it connect. Uh, it's uh, connections. Round one is the connection round. Five, four, it's five, three, two, one, and it's the first clue. And it's like, you'll see photo of me. What? And then second clue, Michael Jordan will be your for three Ooh. points, for and two points. At this point, you can kind of start to see the light bulbs start to sizzle a little bit as they're starting to get. Now, unlike now, now, unlike other game shows where it's back and forth and you're predetermined, right? In, in other game shows where there's a category in play, there is six. Originally, it was six Greek letters, so alpha, beta, etc. And in, in series, yeah. they got a lot of uh, comments about how uh, pretentious it was. So, in, starting in, in season four or series four. Victoria Cord read your comments and changed it to what became more infamous for Only Connect, Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yep. So that actually has its genesis in the game show, A Question of Sport. The idea of kind of going to a board and uh, picking something blindly out of a group. And so it was kind of a nice way to make this new game show seem kind of accessible so to you, a new crowd. So your choice of six are the two reeds, the lion, the twisted flax, the horned viper. Don't ever take the horned viper. It's always hard. <laughs> it's always what? <laughs> it's always hard. Don't do it. It's there's water. There's water. And then there's finally my favorite, the eye of Horus. Uh <laughs> One Given of those six own, yeah. is a picture. It's one. One's a picture and one's a music. Correct. Uh, so the others are all text. It's just going to be words. So it's going to be things like. Uh, uh, you're, so one one of the, I'm trying to think. Uh, I've only written about twenty different ones, so of course I can't think of. Well, let's put here, like... Um, oh, I know! I got it! So one of my ones from the first series was the blue ball in cricket, Miss Scarlet, uh, women and children, and left of the dealer. Games where you have to get... They go first. It's who goes first, correct. So, enjoy your point. I, you can add that to your other point. I get the points. Others are like... Uh, you you would you would have like a music category where you won't know any. They will just have a music note, but you have to hear it. So right. like for instance, you'll hear the you'll hear Pinball Wizard, and then you'll hear We're Off to See the Wizard by Wizard of Oz, and then you'll hear the theme from Mister Wizard. Or 
Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be first. I think that'd be first because it's so. Cl- that would probably be first. Yeah. So then you have to yeah, and, and so, go, oh, wizard. Yeah, and so the farther along in the game goes, the more tenuous and amorphous the things are. Usually, the thing is, is that you can see the look of terror when the the bell for the music question goes, and then it's something cake easy that they scoop for two points. It's not like name that tune where you can just name the tune no. and be like, "Oh, I'm good." No, no, no. No, it's no. You have it's it's closer. It's closer to face the music in that it way. Could it's be almost the title. like building a puzzle. It could yep. be the title. It could be something in common for all the musicians. Right. It could be uh, they're all boy bands. They could, it could even be that broad. It could. My, my yep. favorite one was something where the the chorus all had one exact line. They had one of those. This- Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like only connect. That's a thing they would do. And yeah, if you're thinking this yep. is too complex, holy shit, my brain hurts. Ow, ow, ow. You are correct. That is this true. is the show, and it's so yep. much fun. It it's so for the people who say you know I I watch Jeopardy to feel smart and Wheel of Fortune to feel stupid. You watch only connect. In or if you just enjoy pain, <laughs> and you just come on, give give me another, and you'll feel like you've gone twelve rounds with Ali after an episode. After connections, we go into the sequence round, which is played similar to the connections round, but this time around, it's a what comes fourth in position. So, for example, my very first connection that I did. Uh, way back in series four, began skull, scapulae, patellae, and then you would see a question mark. Ooh, then be huge. I mean, it was bone, so it's going from head to toe. So it'd be. Uh, I'll let you have another go. Ah, uh, the, the 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 teeth. Uh, so the final one would be phalanges because it's bones from head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Oh, that's so clever! Jesus. Yeah, it was. I was very proud because that I my mom mom sang that song to me about thirty seven quadrillion times in my youth, and I said, "Oh, that is a thing I know," and. That kind of goes into what they're after, so I'm going to, you know, make that a pretty easy one to research and throw in my bucket. Sometimes it's in sequential order from one, two, three, four. Others is four, three, two, one. I have to identify the first. Uh, the one we learned, the one that we saw in today's episode, dealt with the largest banks in America. So it started with Citibank, and then it went to uh, Wells Fargo was third. Wells Fargo, then Bank of America. B of A. And the clever thing about that, that they started to realize they can do things with the text boxes. So the pica size got bigger each time, which to really drill home what order the list was. And it was, and it's such a clever game. And then it, and it follows the same rule as it would be on the show, where it's 5 3 2. No one point yep. in the in the sequence round. Uh, one point can be had for the the throwover. 
if the throwover, because just like in it, just like in connections, if you screw up, it goes over to the other team, yep. and they get all the clues. Yep. yep. And about what was it, series seven or so? There was some point where the question editor said, "We want to start doing music sequences," and. I thought that was absolutely insane because how can you write three bits of sound where you can say one definitely goes forth, but it started to become part of the thing that it just like an audio daily double, you never know if round two is going to have a music sequence or a photo. A uh, photo is always part of round two. Which I I will say my favorite are always the photos because that one adds another layer of what do they want me to say? Do you want me to say the thing? Right. Or is it what's the color? Or is it... These four things all make a, a phrase. My favorite one was there was... A, it was four... It was four... It was the sculptors and it was paintings and the answer was the Ninja Turtles because it was a Leonardo, a Michelangelo... That and was magnificent. Movie. That was a good get. I liked that. Like, those are the things it's like, I like when it's this because it's pop culture, but it's also a little hike brow as well. Yeah, it's they they kind of do that same thing that you don't know, Jack, as they're able to meld things together, but make it accessible. And after Which is those hard, things hard are to done, do. after you go through another one, we go into what could be the iconic, and I'll put that in air quotes, even though it really is actually the most iconic. He's, he's, he's about to pull a muscle. He's air quoting so <laughs> hard. Oof. This is the connecting wall. Hey, I gotta go make a nacho, so I'll see you later. All right, you go do that. <laughs> Let me tell you here. What if the connections of round one was done in... <laughs> elaborate formation of four by four grid four clues in four categories your job in three minutes is to put all four clues in one category four times after two of them have been completed you'll have the last eight but only three attempts if you script all three times the round ends if you run out of time the round ends you get one point for every connecting group you find in the four and you get bonus four points for every connection you get. If you do a perfect round of all four clues and all four connections, you get a bonus two points for a full ten points. And so I, I lied. I decided to stick around because I thought it would be <laughs> dereliction to leave while we're discussing the show. I've never once submitted a connecting wall because I just I draw a line in the sand at what amount of pain and frustration I will do. Uh, for the show, <laughs> and, but it, it, yeah, it is kind of iconic in the way that Mount Midoriyama is to uh, Ninja War. Ninja War. I did, yeah, I did that episode. Recently so too. it's great. Um, you know, that's the thing is, is it is that kind of third round, and it, it makes sense. The first round, what do these things have in common? Round two. What if these things do in order? Round three, kind of logically, what if we make it into a square? So it, it has a natural flow, and it doesn't feel forced. If you want to play along, there is an app. This is the, uh, is there any app patients? There is an app available for UK consumers. But there's also, if you're, if you're cheap... Uh, or American, hi, yep. uh, you can go to www.puzzgrid.com, P-U-Z-Z grid.com, and there's a lot of submitted uh, walls to it, and it <laughs> is so tough. <laughs> now, I will say, 
that if you're online, you know, there are kind of nascent subcultures that you can find your way through. And I don't want to go too far into it as to how how much I can talk about Fight Club. But, you know, we've played it at our convention, so it can't be that secret. And Americans seem to dig it. Uh, but that's getting a little ahead of ourselves because round four is the catch-up round. So after we get through all four of uh, those... All, actually, just two. It's just two puzzles, two walls of the four groups of four, 16 clues, and it's the, yep. one that's the most play-along, but also the one where if you don't know anything and you're just staring blankly, it makes time feel so long. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go make a sandwich. I, you want to make I, a sandwich. You mm-hmm. like, want to find your dog. You mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Check some email. Yeah, Check absolutely. Uh, it's in, it can be in term. But uh, and and but we'll get back to it in just a bit as we go into mm-hmm. round four, which is the catch up round. No matter of yeah. what the scores is, it's now one point if you're right, one point if you're wrong. As we play a game called Missing Vowels, and this time it's a reverse. You will get the connections, and all of the answers are going to be in front of you. But the catch is, the vowels are missing, and the spaces are out of the ordinary. You have to do. You have to do hashtag squished together. That's the phrasing, because they squidge together all the consonants and then respace. And it's so it's yeah. so complex. And sometimes it's just easy as Harry Potter characters, then or or uh, movies of the last five years. But yeah. then as the series progresses, sometimes it's more complex. Yeah, it's the the great thing, and similar to how bad I am at the connecting wall. I've found that I'm able to kind of laser in on what they're looking for, and I've picked up enough British culture that I'm able to capably play along with the missing vowels. And the kind of neat thing is that I think we get about a two-second head start in seeing the Chiron... uh, display before the teams do so you can feel like you're really getting up a good head of steam full of right answers and sometimes like it's easy it's like you just see seven letters you know okay aeiou are gone so you're playing like a speed version wheel of fortune okay Mm -hmm. it's uh it's a peppa pig okay yeah or think uh, I was watching an episode last time, and it's uh, things that are sticky, and it goes uh, maple syrup, treacle, a stick. And you say, okay, I guess by definitionally, a stick is sticky, isn't it? <laughs> and you have to kind of... British game shows won't condescend. You have to meet them... In, in their wheelhouse. And once you kind of understand that and say, I've left all of my preconceptions <laughs> at the door. I'm here to party. If, and you can really get into it. And Only Connect just says, if you can meet us here, you're going to have a good time. One of my favorites was it was I believe it was Crayola crayons with bands. So it was col- it was Tickle Me Pink Floyd was one of them. Oh, nice! Yeah, they 
they will before and after Wheel of Fortune into submission. They they love their before and afters, and and it's good. It is tough, and it is and it's play along, and it is one of the I would say one of the toughest British game shows out there, but one that you should. I recommend bringing like two friends along and playing the show together as a group because I think that's the most yeah. the optimal way is just try create your three versus that team of three. It's it's the thing that Family Feud. Sure, you can watch at home, but you want to argue with your friends about what is on the board, and only connect is that same way. You want to be able to put. It's meant to be played as a pub quiz it's, where you can put your heads together. Game. It is so lateral the way they want you to elevate. It's not just yep. Like you might see the word Jefferson, like just the word Jefferson. And it could have 16 different connotations. Are we yep. talking middle names of U.S. presidents? Are we talking different cities? Are we talking right. uh, the last names of fam of family members in sitcoms? <laughs> right. And you you have to be willing to kind of say, it could be anything, and so I'll take another. And so that's just that's how the game is. And it's... Now we got to talk about. Uh, so we talked about what happened around. We talked about the format. Oh yeah, and then it's a point, oh. it's point system. So the winners advance. It's a tournament. So the, in the very beginning, it was uh, you win and you're in, you lose and you're out, and they had a third place playoff. They had one series where they had a little coin left in the budget, so they did kind of an abbreviated series. But in the last few years, it's just been uh, win twice and you move to the next round, lose twice and you're out. And it's good because you're guaranteed to get to play twice, but it also means they need nearly 40 shows worth of content, and it's not an easy show to write for. It's a, I, I it's a tell elimination. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. And I but, will say David Bodycomb is one of the last is one of the head writers of that and he was. He they have had two turnovers of uh question editor. He was there when I wrote for it. And but he so. has this eloquent I I'm and I'm gonna praise him right now. He has this very eloquent <laughs> way of mixing everything together. And then yep. when you hear Victoria Corin's thoughts you can almost hear him in the auto cue saying, "Like, can you please elaborate on that? Could you please yeah. <laughs> explain yep. more clear?" <laughs> right? Can you explain you, how it, you came up with that? I'm afraid that's not. Or then, if there yep. is one where it could actually fit, that's not what we were looking for. However, we'll give you the point because <laughs> right, and that's that's a lot of that stuff goes on the cards that she's holding or it can be seen on the screen desk where she can be uh, instant messaged from the producers. Something like that. And I know what you're saying. This is such a tough quiz. What's the grand prize? What do they win? What's the grand What are they going to Are they getting a vacation? Are they getting a car? No! No! This is Englandia. They get a trophy. A 2018-2019 Only Connect plastic symbol that says Only Connect Champions on it. It's, and so this is the thing about British game shows. Another one of those things. 
TV shows on BBC get their money from a yearly tax on television sets. So they other other shows like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, they run on commercial Cause that's ITV. Stations. That's your that's ITV. They can run ads on that, and they can build prize money from that. For Mastermind or Krypton Factor or University Challenge, it's the thrill of competition. But you know what's so and weird it's... is the wall in the UK is going to be on BBC. So I am so scared right now. <laughs> so the the slot on the end is going to be what twenty pounds? I mean, how does that work? I don't. I'm not. I don't know. I I can't throw too much shade at that because I think the wall just perfectly encapsulates everything about American game shows. And I think Chris Hardwick is a great host, but man, I think the wall on BBC could just be the now, fart in the was elevator. ITV or Channel Four? Oh, absolutely. That would soar. That would. In I was like, you can get like a. You you can get uh maybe uh the, who's the, who's the cube the cube guy who was the host of cube? oh Philip Schofield, Schofield yeah he would that. absolutely or, make that work but or, it, <laughs> you gotta have like but then you might want someone younger and kind of like a Chris Hardwick I, nerdy guy but sure. not saying like Richard Iowati or something like. oh that would be interesting but yeah I mean if you're lucky on Only Connect they bring you back Champion of Champions. And, th- and this is now when it becomes like ultra elite Nintendo hard puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like you're starting yeah. to see, now it's like just symbols. Now you're just seeing like the Epsilon symbol and they're not telling yep. you the picture clue. <laughs> it's- nope. And, and at about round two, Victoria will start saying, you know, this is the second round. We can't be giving away points like before. So you just have to bring it every single time. It when is. when you're when you're up, <laughs> they win. They just win but a trophy. It's it's uh... it's a trophy. I don't know and and the story to tell their, I think that is the big thing. Uh, that it's it's a conquest in this culture that is more. You know they do pub. They started the pub quiz there, and so it's this thing that we conquered all these other teams and were able to beat the game. In the way that you would brag to your friends about beating Mario 3 or Contra. <laughs> to kind of give my age. No, there. you're not. Nah, I mean, like, a lot of people here like the video games. <laughs> Sorry. No, Excuse you're me. not. No, it, uh, although there was but, one or was a last names of video game protagonists. And it was just like, you know, like, Craw. And, oh, I, yeah, and see, that's the thing. I saw... Um, Simon Belmont was a five-point clue. Oh, it's going to be Vampire Hunters. Well, what do you know? So you you have to know. It really is the kind of thing you have to know a little about everything. And whereas on Tic-Tac-Doe, where you know that the material isn't really going to probe too deeply, Only Connect is a mile wide and a mile deep. And it's it's no joke. You earn those points. It's a you mm-hmm. earn points. It's not like Absolutely. a fluffy question where it's nope. No, no Robert Downey Jr. plays Tony Stark, a billionaire who's what superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Right. 
No, none of that. No, no. This is going to be, you see Tony Stark, and then you're like, uh, uh, what, um... Oh, it's characters that have lost a body to her. (laughs) Yeah, it's people who lost their heart. Like, that's going to be a whole lot of heart. Right. So you'll see, like, you'll see Tony Stark, then you'll see, like, uh, I think the uh, Tin Man... Because in the Wizard of Oz, he has no... Oh, name. there you go. I'm on a very yeah. Wizard of Oz tick, I guess, today. That's that's okay. Yeah, that's a fine uh, <laughs> movie. Um, so do we want to kind of drag things back to the rundown? Yes. Uh, I, would, I, okay, say, good. I would want a home game for this, by the way. If there's a way we can find some way to like, oh, market... No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. This is no joke. I'm not messing with um, One, June Pock, who... I think won a strap of seven or eight games on Jeopardy, wrote a book called Triple Trivia Treat, and it basically plays like a giant only connect puzzle. What? You basically write down the answer to questions, and what do those four questions, the answers have in common? And then on all four pages, you've done this to 16 answers and you come up with your answer to one thing so i mean if play, there there's insofar as i know other than going to bbc.co.uk backslash tilde only connect to play the connecting walls i think this this is it is to buy this guy's book and throw him a few bones and make a i mean like i was thinking like a book like like not like a like a board game where it's just you know you have to yeah they, i don't think they have if they do have a quiz book i haven't seen it because so. all i can think of is just one of those sliding doors like on the, like the millionaire uh board game back in the day remember when all four possible answers had to be slid mm. oh yeah and then you would have to make sure the card is inserted properly i think you know the the way that Jeopardy can kind of turn down the heat to make it playable at home. I don't think the people that would buy an only connect <laughs> board game would want that. It, they would want. Uh, it would have to be. You would have to create your own. So it's either buy this book, you know, or I. I, I will say I'm going to give a clue to people, considering that everybody is on social media and things are burgeoning. I'm going to say, use your noodle. There are little pockets of fandom out there. That That is all I can really say. Alrighty. Now we're going to go so, into the, the, the show aspect of this game. Get, get away. <laughs> yes. So. Ah, the show's the thing. It, it's, it's very complex to think about, but imagine it's a clean set. Clean. It's no shiny black floor. This is like Almost like an i like an old iMac computer glass. It iMac is a really good way to think of it because it just had it's all blues and purples in and magentas uh, and magentas and magent- magentas there. Um, cyclotron, I think, is the name for it. What generates colors on a rear projection? Cyclotron or cyclorama of those. Uh, but there's nothing there that's out of place. It's very sparse. It's sparse and, I think, and it's clean. It's it, the f- this frosted glass floor. 
and then you see three not even desks they kind of look like like almost uh like those pillow like those things that you that you have for if you have carpal tunnel when you type like wrist things yeah and then i can see that yes yep one's blue one's magenta and then the center where victoria sits and it's just her yep it's like a gray it's like a nice frosted light gray I, I think it really communicates kind of abstract, but homey. Because you can get up and intimate with the teams as they're puzzling over their uh, their puzzlers, I guess. The puzzles. Every yeah. single time they display a puzzle, whether it's on the category board or on screen, is just a graphic. It's just a... Yep. And what? And then they look over the corner for, I believe, what would be an HD television just displaying the clues on a computer. Yep. I asked the question editor because for all the world, the typeface looks like uh, Conduit that Millionaire used. But he said it was something else. And for the life of me, I don't remember it. But yeah, they, they are looking... I think they're looking into a monitor in their desk. Or maybe they're not. According to uh, Reddit, it is FM Din. Oh, well, good job, Reddit. Have a cookie. This is from the identify this font Reddit. So, I oh, well, them. I mean, I, I think we can. Oh, yeah. it is. It is FF. It is FF Din. I can verify okay. that right now too. FF mm. Din. Look at that. Okay. Look good at enough. That. That, it, that's the font. Neat. That's, 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 <laughs> you you can have another. I get a uh, point. <laughs> yeah, and and that it's it again kind of goes to this serious contest that is kind of undercut every time Victoria opens her mouth. Victoria so, is know, a comedy per. She is a very dry wit, which is yep. common in Bird, but it's one that is not insulting to any of the contestants. It is simply she, she to downplay the seriousness hard. of the show. <laughs> Yeah, why anyone should care about these connections? Yeah, it's it's we're all playing for, to the people in the balcony. If you are playing along at home and you got that right, congratulations! You've watched Star Trek. Yes, that's pretty much like a Victoria Corin. It's the yep. And then one of them was in later series. There was a mistake involving one of the connections because one of the clues did not match, and it was someone else. Oops. And in the beginning of the episode, she goes, There is an error. If you can determine it by the end of the episode, you will win a special treat from us. Oh, oh boy. That, that's the way to get people to comb over the episode. Fine to comb. Is in its, and then it, it's just this nice graphic package. It's like a lot of sliding effects, a lot of block effects. A lot of blocks that go whoosh and swish. A lot of whoosh, 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 yep. Whoosh, almost like Johnny Test. I'll take your word for that. I'll have to do some research tonight. Whooshin, some whooshin. Yeah, um, whooshin. Okay. Whooshin. And then it's... And then the ringing noises aren't like alarms. There's no... It's just... It's a... It's... I think they're an octave apart. And the clever thing is that each team has its own ringing sound so that even without looking to see which light goes on, you can tell who's buzzed. 
after you've watched a few times to know which side is which. When we get to after the first two rounds where it's sitting at the desk, we go to the connecting wall, which is another side of the set. In the side of the set, it's just a weird of the graphic, like the, the only connect C, the OC in little lines. Yep. And you just see this little podium with like a little monitor on it. And it's, it's, it's all colored based on the team colors, where if it's the blue team, it's blue. If it's magenta, it's magenta. Yep. And it's a it's more it function. Is, it is the, actually, this was 2008, wasn't it? This must have been the first game, one of the first games was to have utilized a touchscreen in some regard. Uh, I, I'm going to have to sharpshoot shoot you here a little. History IQ used a touchscreen in 2000. Curse but you, nobody, Mark Summers and Harvey. Nobody was ever good at it. They couldn't get the. They couldn't manipulate the year into the right place. And so, in the second year, when they did their big tournament, they kind of made the touchscreen easier. But well, so you, can you are correct. Like, it's, but things like Supermarket Sweep originally did a touchscreen too. And oh yeah, I mean they got rid of the buzzer. They did touchscreen. But I don't. Yeah. Or, or then like. If I assume if they're doing Strike It Rich for Alan Carr's uh, mm. epic game show, they're going to touch screen. They're just going to like slap the screen. Yeah, that would. Um. Yes, that would. It's not really. But and I guess like idiot, a big idiot ass, test. I would say big yeah. ass. Like touch screen. Mm -hmm. Not like idiot test size. More like. Uh, no. Like it's, the monitor you have right now. Whatever you, the listener, looking at the computer at. About the size of that. Like a very yep. novel, very simple. Yep. And they just touch they go, it with their tap, fingers tap, tap. and they can push as many times as they like. Uh-oh. And it lights up and you can and it displays in real time what the choices are that they picked as well as to you at home. Now, the fun part is uh the way they're doing the shots on the show, you're seeing one side is just Corin with the contestants and the blue background, but then on the opposite end, it's an above the head shot, and then you see a big connecting wall. And that connecting wall, I hate, I hate to break the fourth wall, folks. See what I did there? Um, that's not real. It's super green screenified. It is green. It's chromaed in. It is a chroma yep. effect wall. It looks like it belongs there. It is not. So I, I think we owe it to our our uh, listening audience to give them a modicum of credit that they probably have figured that out if they're watching Only Connect. If they're watching Only Connect, it, well, some of these people have never heard. It, it, just imagine this giant ass wall of, of it's a great effect when you watch it. Yeah, and you're just seeing things like Pinocchio, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. How, and see, this is, and that's a, that's why I just say, needs this in their life. I'm gonna, you know, skip ahead. And then it can be anything the from. And sometimes it is obscure, like it's all athletes whose jersey number is twelve. To it is. See, I would get that if they said nobody for the Seahawks, but they wouldn't well, they, do like, me a solid like that. Say like Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron right. James. Uh, yeah, it's it's just sixteen things where you, well, you know what they the, could do is the first names of baseball parks or first names mm. of, of football stadiums in America. Sure. 
And of course, they're going to do you wrong where they have one or two outliers that could go anywhere. There is, I call it the rule of six. There's going to be one that is six that all have one giant thing in common, but only four of yep. them match that one category. The other two belong somewhere else. And it's always fun yeah. to play like, because the one we saw tonight was the Lone movies. So you saw oh, Creed yeah. and Cobra and... Cliffhanger was Cliff. in there. And then you're, yeah. and you're thinking, okay, Rocky, okay, Rocky makes sense. And then Cobra was not one. That had to fit into the group of snakes. Because of course it did. Why did it have to be snakes? Well, then Anaconda's there. So you're thinking, oh, that's a movie, but that's not a Stallone movie. <laughs> that's a snake. Right. And then the other two yep. are obscure snakes. <laughs> like, Yeah. Pretty sneaky, sis. Yes, it's the, it's, well, you do literally connect four. <laughs> you do literally connect four. Oh. That's awesome. Oh, I wish I. Oh, I wish I could say I planned that. One of the connection not. was diagonally, so it's like oh. there. I can't see there diagonally. Beep 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 beep. Yep. And then it it does this nice whoosh effect, and you see the the bottom. They go below, and then when it gets to that final three, that's when you start hearing the urgency and a uh, noise. The, the the music starts. The music which is this just kind of very nice and muted string quartet situation that kind of underscore the same musical piece underscores the whole thing. But you would swear that they've cranked up the tempo or the volume as the time meter ticks it's away. All string. And I just love it. There's like a crescendo in there. There yeah. is, there is this like, Yep, and the thing is, is that a string composition would feel overdone on any other show, I guess, other than Uni Challenge or Mastermind. A thousand heartbeats. A thousand heartbeats, maybe. A thousand heartbeats, sure. And you look at this and you say, oh, of course it's going to be string and you know that it's kind high of class classy String, it's all, yeah it's high class sophistication we're talking mozart we're talking yep. operas oh, excuse me yeah and so I, it really kind of adds to the ambience of of the show and, by and, having and that what, scene what do you think you got all the answers you think oh this is high class it's the last names of all four members of One Direction. And then Corrin just going to give you a hard time because he can't. Uh, oh, it's, it's they're all people. The only way is Essex. And you can see her kind of do the thousand yard stare into the camera. <laughs> it's, it's Toby. What kind of show is the one we Come saw on. tonight was one on we got that. in. I got in like five. I, we, we, I got very early because it was reality show uh, spinoff show. Oh, and see, that's the great thing is that you, uh, yeah, you got that, and I picked it up because I was obsessively with the British uh, culture for a smattering of years, and I picked up the Big Brother was so gigantic in the UK as opposed to us, where we stuffed it up the first year that they actually have a recap show, a chat style thing. To go over all the interesting things that happened, and then there's Big Brother's little sister. For us, it's just after dark. You just watch it and laugh at people 
it's I I so. I'm go I go all in on Big Brother. You have okay. this episode because I I have like here's how I would do Big Brother, and it's mm. oh, it's like a mix uh, of like eight different formats. It's great. Um, yep. But when it was things like that, it's like stuff you do know, and you're like, wow, you got a five pointer. I got one on on the connections of of reality yeah, shows. It's the great thing is that there's so much content. Everybody has a chance to feel good about. Uh, and then when we get to the after the connecting wall, we get to back to the desk. Yep. This it's is the it, speed round. Speed round. You see the clock. You see the connections. More whoosh whoosh. But now when they buzz in to light up the answer, it's this big white light. And then it just becomes the same music playing. And just Victoria just just quickly just saying things Correct. like. Nope, that's wrong. Uh, you need airlines. a Y for They're that. airline yep. companies. She, that, Almost like it she, reminds me of. I hate because we we brought back and we talked about you don't know Jack earlier. It does remind mm-hmm. me of Jack Attack. It's the ultimate catch up. Yeah, remember the clue. Well, so there's a uh, several years ago. There, I remember reading an article about a study done where people were saying that missing vowels was overpowered because there's this big glut of points that can wipe out the success in the first two rounds. And studies were done, and they said, usually the team that does best during the first three rounds will do best during missing vowels. And so most of the time, the better team will win. But sometimes if you can get on a red-hot tear during missing vowels, you can just win. And all good game shows should allow... For a catch-up, because it's not sports, you know. It is that final hurrah, and, and plus, if it was like mm-hmm. connecting walls, it was like thirteen, twelve. There's a lot of back and forth, and it does get very intense over there. Yep. In the event of a tie, we should probably say that part also with the format. Oh, there's a tie. Yeah, there's in the a tie break. A tie in missing vowels. Uh, we go to one final only. missing vowel, but the catch is the categories is just it's just a phrase. You just know what the so, phrase. The interesting thing is, is that they all kind of have to do with victory over defeat. The mind is quicker than the eye, and yes, it's 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 it's, it's, it's just this one more thing that we need to get done to determine who takes the winner's path and who has to go to the loser's path. But even the tiebreak has kind of come into its own. And it adds in that way, and when the time runs out, if, when the time runs out on this this huge Jack Attack style uh, missing vowels round, yep, the, the, all a, the set turns uh, white. That's the mm-hmm. locked out. No more questions. Nope, nothing more. And then Victoria says, "Well, the 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 skate shooters got twenty two, while the tennis players got nineteen. And so, and then everybody applauds. And, and they bring like, in. And it new feels like teams. a bit like QI because then we have that nice jib shot. Yep. Back to the string music. Do 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 do. Coming up at nine o'clock. So family fortunes. Probably <laughs> not family fortunes. Is family fortunes. Yeah. <laughs> News night or something like that. No, it'd be BBC, and, so it'd be uh, le- it'd be uh, what was that that crappy lens uh, partners in rhyme. Oh boy! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 
well, I mean, I'm more of an armchair detectives fan, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would. I thought that was. I mean, we could talk about we could spend the entire rest of this episode talking about British I, game shows. Pro. I mean, I I have to admit, I kind of went ass over tea kettle into the British game show ass thing. Over but countdown tea pot. Ass over. I am so bad at countdown. I can't do it. I My brain just does I just, not. I, I'm usually just like a fiver. I can only find like five or six letter words. Yeah. I'm usually I, better at the I'm, math section. Uh. So. We. The reason that I was so eager to talk to you about Only Connect is that eagle-eyed viewers uh, will have seen some of my puzzles, and hopefully the American viewers were thankful that there were some things that they could do in an episode, as opposed to it being all British stuff at the time. And for us, like that, beginning giving us questions about like British prime ministers or right. Canadian prime ministers or, or just um, some of, or international because a lot of American quiz is you know American centered, American pop culture, or American very parochial, yes, American history or American geography or American people, like that's it. <laughs> but in British trivia, it is more international. It is you're learning about colleges that aren't even British. <laughs> Yeah, that is the thing, and one of the things about trying to write for that I, I kind of picked up the sensibility having watched four series by the time I got to submit for it, but they just expect you to have a wider foundation of knowledge, and kind of grade school American history was okay. You couldn't go super deep, but, you know, asking questions about uh, first wives' maiden names was totally acceptable. That was, and so that it was one. It was uh, John F. Bouvier was one answer. And you had to figure okay. out, like, what's Yeah. And that just goes to not only the caliber of players they get, but it's just that is the entrance level. And I think... Even Jeopardy doesn't set the bar that high, which is a credit to only Connect because they get they get the best of the best and they make a really good show. I can't like argue more about this yet, but I will say also, unlike Jeopardy, because Je Jeopardy is an individual game show, it's how much does the one person know? They try to do team format with the All Star games. But it was still I, I will say if if I can sideboard. I dug it. I, I like the idea. I would love if they did as the last week of the year a reunion show in that style. But that... that if only Connecto, because it follows the mainstay of the teams working together, it does right. help a lot because there could be some realm of knowledge I don't know, but you definitely do know. So when you see something that you catch up on, you're like... I think that's a painter. I think that's a sculptor. I think that's a musician. So what that that kind of allowed me to indulge my mean side, I'll say, and to mean really side, what, what my, mean? My, my mean side, just to kind of say, you know, I'm going to come up with just the dirtiest stuff trickiest stuff that I can do 
and most of my stuff uh, was playable. I, I got a pretty good hit rate of, show, of uh, questions on the show, and for the most part, I was happy when they played well. I didn't have more than a handful that just totally deadbolt with no answer. <laughs> but but it it's just the idea that everybody is working together means that you can kind of raise difficulty and raise the lateral and it nature works of the on such a phenomenal level that it, it it's one of the shows I'm, I'm I love a whole lot. I can't I'm not gonna be one that says every British game show is the best British game and we should come to America and all this stuff. I, I can't because I mean, there's a lot of I, American sensibilities in some of these shows, but Only I, Connect is a show I can definitely watch time and time again. It is one of those I would put in my top 10 British game shows list because of that lateral thinking of just when you thought it was the answer was, oh, it is uh, villains in Super Mario Brothers. It's no, actually, they're just all rock musicians. <laughs> yeah, because it's all cool uh, kids. Right. Oh, that's one of my favorite facts. I love that each of the Koopa kids because you see Lemmy, you see Lemmy, mm-hmm. you see, yeah, you say, oh, of course that makes it's such um, a good show. I I think that the problem is is that Only Connect is so viciously and unrelentingly hard, and it's just its own sensibility of a game. I say Britain can keep it because I think we would foul it up. I don't. I mean, I mean, we're getting into that question. It's uh, we did team versus team. How's the production? Very mm-hmm. well. Like you, everyone there is nice, friendly, great production value, great yep. sensibility for the budget. And they, if, if the show should come to America, yeah. I... the thing is, is that there is an audience. Because among kind of that nascent of game show people, the people who like Quizzing love Only Connect. But I don't think that even a run on something like PBS would be sustainable. It wouldn't not. I, 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 tr- tr- I mean, may, maybe it could do on cable like something like National Geographic Discovery. Because I think there are enough American puzzles that could make it. I just, I mean... It, it would, but they would who thought like Cash Cab would be are, a like, giant? Trivia championships yeah. and trivia nationals. Yeah, and we play it at... Um, we kind of alternate, only connect with Pointless and Countdown. So we've done only connect a time or two, and it always goes over well. But we are already in the tenth, so you know, I, not generating new viewers. I think here, here, here's how I would, uh, if I could do only connect. Hi, jo- Jordan here, friend Jordan. Remember me. I this is where it's gonna sound sound mean. Right? Here's Jordan being mean, but also if it's possible, here's how I would do it. Okay. It's gonna be truncated on GSN, fortunately. Okay. It's teams of three think think common knowledge. Okay. 
instead of six categories, it's just four, like, like just like a common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Same value of point structure, five, three, two, one. Five, yeah. three, two, one. Counter if you're wrong. And you repeat that in round two. Right. But now round three is the catch-up round. That's missing vowels. I was going to say, I have to cleave out wall for time. Oh, no, that's Which the bonus the- round. That's where I was going to go. Oh. The bonus round is missing, is the wall. Oh. One wall, you complete that wall, you get $10,000. Oh. Trevor, boy. See, that's an interesting thought because it's three so minutes. much. It's three minutes. That's yeah. a perfect final act structure. You versus the wall for $10,000. That's that's and, interesting. I would not have gone. Because if missing vowels is that, that big head-to-head catch-up round, and I think that right. needs to be definitely the catch-up round to determine who goes on. But that wall, just have one wall to be... Huh. Okay. So I, I have to go, because I have to kind of pull back the, on the people here. We kind of have a cheat sheet of topics to cover. And the last line is, is the show any good? Yeah. <laughs> well, gee, Officer Krepke, I wonder how we're going to answer... I mean, we've only been talking about... For an hour. Hour. At plus off-camera time. I mean... Absolutely. People, people at home, if you... You will know whether this is the show for you or not by about five minutes in. All right. If you, if you are, if you, if you're not, I'm not going to throw shade at you because it's not for everybody. There are some game shows that everybody likes, and I don't, and I accept that. But if you love trivia and lateral thinking. And you're trying to, like escape rooms and you play the puzzle section in the paper. Yeah. Give this a go, because I think you'll dig it. Alright. You're right, we are running low on time. Uh do oh, you no. have a minute by any chance to do a lightning round? Oh, I love a lightning round. Let's do a lightning round. Alright. Sixty seconds on the clock for every correct answer you get is one free plug. You get all five right, you get <gasps> five free plugs. Holy cow, that's so many. Okay. Yeah, if you, but you can always say I'm good, and then I can just throw my other plugs my way, and I can just okay on your behalf. All right, cool. All right, you want to play? Yes, let's do the thing. All right, sixty seconds on the clock. <sighs> Who is a better host, Victoria Corden or David Mitchell? Vic. What is tougher, the puzzle wall or missing vowels? Wall. What is your favorite Muppet? Fuzzy bear days at me. What comes next in this sequence? One, two, three. Rat dicks. Do you think you can beat Victoria Corn in a game of poker? Absolutely not. And people should pay to watch it. <laughs> you did it. You got all I don't know oh, how we got the judge ruling on number four, but I one, mean... two, three, five is the Fibonacci. See, I told you it was going to be shenanigans. It works. Uh, oh. Before anyone asks, no, this is not David Cross and Bob Odenkirk doing a comedy bit revival. Oh my! It, it should be. Because oh. <laughs> I know for a fact someone's going to leave a comment. Jordan sounds like David Cross, and Trez sounds like Bob Odenkirk. I said no. I've said that. Uh, I had a little sinus surgery a couple of years ago, and now I sound like equal parts Will Arnett, 
Pat Kiernan and Strong variously. <laughs> so, people at home, send your letters and tell me what percentages you think it is. Send in the comments and, over. You always send me on Twitter at Jord Haw. Let mm-hmm. me know what you think. Anyway, Travis, yeah. you got five free plugs. I can already guess oh. one of them is going to be, but... Well, what what do you think my plug will be? I think you're going to plug the 25-hour game show Throwdown July 27th, starting at noon at the Glendale... Oh, Club. that is a that is a correct answer. So we are playing game shows from noon to noon last weekend. Uh, I think it's Twitch... Twitch.tv slash TNT. You're so good. That's amazing. I will say that if you want to watch me hosting... Be there at 7 o'clock Sunday morning Pacific time. 7 a.m. So, Pacific? 7 a.m. Pacific, just like when I was on college radio station. Oh, early wow. Sunday morning. <laughs> All right, that's, uh, that's two plugs, because you already plugged Twitch and you plugged the thread. Unless you want to make that your I, I guess I did. Um, find me at T.L. Eberly on Twitter. I rarely tweet, but I'll like stuff and I'll retweet. Uh, so that, that'll be a plug. Uh, one of the things that I do with my friend, whenever Jeopardy does a tournament of champions or they did for the all-star games, I will don't, I donate $1 to a charity for every thousand dollars won by the finalists. So look out James, James holds out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> who needs a who that the one guy who doesn't need a tournament of champions? I mean, uh, you know. So this last year, I did it for uh, Seattle Union Gospel Mission, and so they picked up I think one hundred and forty-four dollars. So I encourage people if you are Jeopardy watcher that it came out because of Cindy Stowell, and we just kept doing it. So oh, Union oh, Gospel oh. Mission. Cindy was so cute. That was she was so good. She was uh, and she had this nice cute evil and I was like, oh and then I felt so and then sad she when won a hundred thousand dollars. Uh even running a fever. So I encourage people to keep that going. Find a charity, tell your friends that you're doing a dollar or thousand dollars to whatever's local and uh touches your heart so if i can do it you guys can do it too uh do i have anything else here i'll, I'll, I'll throw two i'll throw the one uh, because you're talking about charity right talking about I, charity? i'll, uh, I'll we put talking, that one to the extra life that'll be your next plug extra the extra life, life is, is, the, is the last one uh i'm going to be donating 186 dollars in honor of ed tuton who uh bravely fought a brain tumor and is no longer with us sadly so go watch his uh millionaire it he will is, make you feel that is a dude. it'll make you feel really better about and really funny so it's unfortunate that he's no longer with us so i'm going to be kind of donating in his memory we all miss him terribly extralife.org find game show throwdown watch us chat at us so that we know you're there and you're enjoying it. Uh, You can do donation challenges. So last year, when a group of my friends won the double jackpot round in Go, 
somebody threw $75. So there's lots of ways to interact with us. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Please find us if you love game shows or even if you just sort of like them. And they're a thing that you enjoyed because you got to sit with your grandma. Come find us. That's We're all connected that way. Share Everyone that is passion. in it together, and it's one of the weirdest things. I'm gonna. Do, I hate to do the little political thing here. Uh, I'm gonna straight up. I mean, me and Travis, we disagree a little bit politically on the, some issues, but ultimately, we do love game shows a whole lot. That we do put our differences aside a lot of times, and this is a great charity event, and a lot of of kids get a whole lot of help because of it. And, yeah. and I think and it makes a huge difference based off something you love. And I think that is ultimately what this is promoting is to yep. keep doing things you love, keep doing the things you enjoy, keep following your passions, keep following your heart because you never know where it leads you and what kind of a big difference you can make. Life's too short to be crappy to each other all the time. What you're telling me is don't be a dick to the game show fan. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> huh, you know, that work? so many words. <laughs> so golly gee whiz mike said this was fun i didn't realize it was going to be this fun this has absolutely been a joy and i'm glad that we're to connect to do it travis thanks again for stopping by absolutely now i've got another trivial engagement so i gotta get out of here but go, i will see go, go, you go. next turn, time uh, turntables that way i'll make my way on the left uh over by the big wheel you'll be you'll, ooh, ooh. oh i see plinko i gotta go ride plinko so, peace out. Thanks again to Travis for stopping by. Uh, for more information, once again, on the event, that is homegameentertainment.com slash throwdown. Uh, there'll probably be information in the production notes and, and on the website. All the good stuff for how to donate and more. Uh, so, so right after the episode aired, uh, I just had, I just wrote my notes down of what I would do. Like I said, I think it'd be a GSN show, uh, two teams of three, four connections. So each get two four sequence rolls, each get two, a speed round, a wall in each connection is worth $1,000. Get all four right. It's 15,000. So it could be one, two or 15. Uh, the host says a connection after all four has been said. So it's that's the way I, I wrote it down for the American version. Um, it, it's such a fascinating show. I do recommend you all give it a listen, especially if you want to feel stupid yet very smart when you get them right. And now it's time for the 110-part series exploring every pricing game on The Price is Right. This is the Pricing Game Spotlight. <laughs> Shower Game. Premier date, September 4th, 1978. Number 2931D. Aired of order, June 30th, 1978. Finale date, November 30th, 1978. 3054D. That means... It's gone. Shower Game was a pricing game with six shower stalls arranged in a row... As in a locker room. Each stall had a possible price of the car attached to it. Here's how the game works. A contestant had to enter a stall bearing the correct price 
and pull on a chain attached to the shower head. If they choose correctly, a giant key lowered from the stall ceiling and the contestant won the car. The five other showers were randomly divided into th three, which showered the contestant with confetti and two which showered them with $101 bills. If the contestant showed a confetti shower, they would get to choose another shower. If, however, the contestant selected a money shower, the game ended, and the contestant left with only 100 bucks. So, when the game premiered, the prices were placed above the six shower stalls, but in later playings, which was a little later, the setup added doors to each of the six shower stalls with the matching prices seen above from f previous playings of the game. So in other words, now the audience can see it a little clearer. When the game was first played, the game was won immediately, uh, which is interesting. Um, but here's the retirement. Shower game was retired because of its rather anticlimactic nature. As the game had no real strategy to it, some negative feedback from many Jewish viewers and in-studio audience members did not help matters. They complained that the game's setup and structure reminded them of the Holocaust, which had ended some 30 years later. Uh, okay. I mean, I, showers. Okay. Sure. I, I could see that. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's anti-Semitic or not, but, I mean... So maybe because it was 30 years ago, you might have someone who survived the Holocaust, and they might be a contestant on the show, so Bob Barker telling them, go in the shower? Uh, maybe. I, I could see that. I, I could definitely see that, but uh, that's it. I could see where some people might go. That's a bit of a stretch as well, um, because it's showers. I, but the, 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 the real question is, why showers in this? Like, at no point does this really have you explain what you're showered with because if you because if you're showered with confetti you keep playing if you're showered with money your game ends and if you're showered with the key the game ends but you win the car so it's really you have one of two outcomes win the car or win the money it's one key two money three confetti and as long as you hit confetti you keep playing Okay, um, I'm guessing like the original idea was water because you want to douse these players in water because it's a shower because I don't understand where a key falling out wins and I don't understand confetti other than attending maybe a Harlem Globetrotters game back in the 70s because... Uh, it makes no sense. And also, folks, this the shower game, you can't see this, but I'm sure if you look it up, you can find out. This was a big honkin' stage prop. Like, this was a real honker of a, of a thing. Like, I was expecting maybe, like, you pull on, like, like six fake bathtubs, maybe, and then you pull the handle. Or, or just, like, here's a pole with a bucket. You pull the, the bucket on you. No, no, we have to have, like, a physical shower stall, and it's 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 rough. Now, now, usually I try to come up with ideas to how to fix the game, or how would I improve it, or what's the most dramatic. And I guess the most dramatic is you get hit with confetti all three times, and then you pick the key to the car. Uh, but I I don't know. I I think like the game is much better played in something like say Gas Money, where there is five uh price tags and then you can win ten thousand dollars in a car but you can walk away 
that that something like that is simplistic in nature and, and works. Uh, it's it's. I think that getting covered in confetti is kind of silly, and I think the original idea was to harken back to Barker's days hosting True for Consequences in the seventies. Maybe that's kind of the intention, but it just kind of. It kind of falls flat because it really is just pick the right price and hope for the best. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I would improve this. And all I can think of is you just have the values lined up in order from least to greatest. Uh, you get rid of the showers, which, which means it's no longer a shower game. And then you just have it be kind of like a pull the plug on everything but just like in gas money otherwise like you're, it's, this is just a a weird game with like confetti and i think it, it and i think it might, might be better if it was zero through nine you have nine little plunges and it has to be in the price of the car if it's not maybe like a water feature or confetti blow up and after two mistakes or three mistakes, the game ends. Something like that would be an easier shower game style thing. But who knows? Maybe uh, if you comp- like, if it's zero through nine, and you compare it to like a TNT explosion, uh, that that could upset people too, because dynamite could could have some connotations to terrorism. So uh, who am I to to? be so politically incorrect these days i guess yeah uh so (sighs) next time on the pricing game spotlight we'll be taking a look at another pricing game that you've probably forgot it's optional it's it's more it's optional so i hope everyone had a really good comic-con weekend they attended that misery index panel with the impractical jokers I don't know what you guys did. I, I, I saw Titans news. So I was like, okay, sure. I saw the Harley Quinn trailer. Cool. Marvel movies are coming up. And Disney Plus has a Falcon and Winter Soldier show. So I'm excited. But uh, I didn't really watch or carry much of that. I was watching a lot of pro wrestling. I watched the G1 Climax from New Japan Pro Wrestling. I saw a, some clips from, from Fight for the Fallen from AEW. And I binged watched the hot new uh, trend, the hot new gimmick on Netflix that everyone was talking about last week. And it's like, oh, man, that's a game show. I should talk about it. And it's called Blown Away. So if you've never seen Blown Away, it's hosted by a guy who was on Big Brother once. If you've never seen Blown Away, also, it's a glass-blowing based game show. Uh, I would put it in similar feats as any one of these other talented craft-based shows like Making It, Great British Bake Off, Ink Master, uh, Project Runway, etc. Ten contestants start uh, the season, and in each episode, one player gets eliminated. Each episode has one theme, such as making body parts or using recycled glass. I originally thought it was going to be somewhat like Forged in Fire, because when I saw the trailer, I heard, are you ready to play with fire? And I thought, oh, I think they say that on Forged in Fire. But instead of using metalwork, uh, it is glasswork, because blow, you blow glass. Uh, and like the Great British Bake Off, it's a more upbeat front show. It's more positive. People aren't really 
getting angry at each other as much as they would on on a lot of the other shows there is still a bit of that and i that's kind of where i get a little disappointed watching blown away but the way it presents the the slow-mo of the glass blowing is very exciting and very interesting stuff that that's the kind of stuff that i see and i go whoa this is an art form this is really fascinating the way you can just with a bit of heat and a bit of air create something that looks like a swan like that's amazing i forgot what the grand prize was by the way Uh, i wrote that down i i think it's like some small prizes like like it's your very own kiln and and other sort of accessories i think it's just like small prizes uh it's pretty good and i'm glad it shows off glass blowing as as a hobby that's not just you know when when you when you say you blow glass a lot of people's first ideas is you're making bongs at least that's in my area probably because california but it's usually like i'm a glass blower it's it's vases or it's bongs so to see things that aren't just vases and bongs makes this a very interesting and exciting show um it's an art form and it's a very cool craft and i think this might actually get people interested in glass blowing because uh, it wasn't really shown in other shows. It wasn't like, I didn't see glass blowing on Making It, that NBC show with Amy Poehler. And and I didn't see it uh, in in like any of these other craft-based shows. I I, I, under, I enjoy it and I understand its cult appeal and why people enjoy it, especially given who wins the show. Um, but as a game show, it's a little super simplistic. And it ultimately comes down to the variety of the challenges I saw each episode. Tattoo competitions like Ink Master, uh, they have, you know, various styles, you know, black and white, uh, different techniques, like you're doing tribal one week, next you're doing super realistic, next you're doing a dragon, like things like that. Um, But this show, there's not a lot of that kind of creativity, even though I love that and I love this genre of television shows. Uh, if it was me and I had the free reign of of uh, of of blowing blown away, uh, this is what I would do. I would make it so it is uh, three contestants every episode. I wouldn't say like nailed it, but it's going to be similar in nature with the two parts of each episode. Uh, so it's three contestants compete in every episode, and they have to create two crafts. One they have to replicate. Like everyone has to try and make. Something that looks like the poodle, like that glass poodle, like a balloon poodle. And then uh, the the winner of that gets a small prize, and they get a small slight advantage in the final round, which is their own creation. And with their own creation, maybe they get an extra hour of time. Uh, maybe they get some hired help, something to help them out uh, in, in the competition. Uh, with the final judgment being presented and the winner getting a $10,000 prize. Uh, it's okay to do this style. I, I mean, I, I I think the 10 little Indian style where you go from 10 to 9 to 8 to 7, it's a, it's a classic in reality shows because you get contestants to stay longer and you can have more time to understand their character and their journey. Uh, but after watching this show and... The hosting was fine. I thought that was very sweet. I think we need more people like him as host because he's not like like he's a Big Brother contestant. This guy and I did not I didn't know he was from Big Brother. 
he just seemed like a host that's a host. So for me, seeing that guy host makes me feel a lot better that maybe there'll be other shows in the future hosted by ordinary dudes like him. We need more shows of ordinary dudes like him that are just fun and charming and funny, and I like that guy. Uh, what's his name again? Jeez. Um, Nick Uhas. Nick. Nick was the host. Uh, he's, he, I think he's a YouTuber too, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe, maybe he's famous on YouTube. Okay. So, so maybe it's, he's a YouTuber and he has like 3 million followers and some guy on Netflix is like, well, if Nick has like uh 10%, we get 300,000 views or something. I, I just, I like Nick though. I think Nick is good. Um, but with the lack of, of, of different, I, I, the competitions were okay. Um, I think I wanted more style diversity. I wanted more uh, thematic diversity, but that's fine. This kind of made me want to see Lego Masters again. I go in full circle. At the end of this episode, I makes me want to find old episodes of Lego Masters and rewatch them. If I had to give a letter grade, it is a B plus. Uh, so. Join me Wednesday for another episode here as we continue the countdown to the throwdown. Uh, for more information, please visit homegameentertainment.com slash throwdown for more information. July 27th, 12 noon Pacific, there will be game shows, there will be laughs, and there might be a whole lot of money raised for Extra Life, which is what it's all about ultimately at the end. Donate to Extra Life today. Uh, so that's going to be it. Once again, see you Wednesday. Until then, have a good night and big smooch. Mwah!